Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. Uh, I'm Josh. My name, oh, let me tell you my name. Uh, I'm confused. This is episode 143, and today we are reviewing the newest Brandon Cronenberg film, Infinity Pool. Very hyped for this one. Can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts. Plus some other stuff we've been watching, as usual. How you guys doing? Or just super. That's good. <laughs> or just super. Or just doing swell. Mike still smells like mine does too. Yep, this one's my maple. <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, that I'm here. Mine's Very. lost a little bit, but definitely a little mapley. We must have been spitting when we were doing our top ten. <laughs> I, I was mean, licking my. That mic. was a three-hour episode, and we drank a lot, it's so true. we were probably spewing by the end of it. Spewing. Oh yeah. It's gross. I'm gonna come. Spewing, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. I want to spew. <laughs> I want to spew. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm gonna say from now on. There's a, there's your new uh, soundboard clip. Yeah. Mm, I'm, gonna I'm gonna spew. Oh yeah. Speaking of soundboard clips, um, it has been told to us by the fans that we need to get. We have one for Jacob. We need to get Josh's. And do you know what it needs to be? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> we need to get your signature. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so let's go over. Let's get a few. Uh, let's get a few of those out. That way I can clip okay. one. Okay. Got one. Here we go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take one of those for sure. All right, so nothing new. All right, let's fucking get into it. I don't think so. Nah. I don't do anything other I'm than this show. <laughs> I only exist when this show's on. <laughs> yeah. That actually might the be basement. true because we never hear from yeah. him outside of the show. You know Schrodinger's <laughs> cat? <laughs> yeah, we have a group chat and Jacob never is involved. Yep. <clears throat> Ever. And then we, we're we here and he just shows up randomly. Yeah. So. My New Year's resolution was to be better at that. <laughs> and it's it's going failing. terribly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are... We're a month in and you have done nothing to improve. I answered the one is yeah. fine first. <laughs> Got an eyelash in my eye. I, had to, I have to text yeah. you separately <laughs> <laughs> and then you respond in the group. I have a lot of groups of ch- different chat messages now. Oh, here we go. He can't respond because he's the whole I popular. Like so, so many popular. groups. It's hard to keep track. This is one of them. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I think I have three separate groups with just Travis. So <laughs> we have two, one. There, well, should be one. Well, he's in this the the Pre- premium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I also have a gamer group with him. Oh. Ty, Jessica, and Matt. I think. Oh no, that's the Overwatch group. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> I'm not involved in that. What the fuck? <laughs> that's not the gamer group. Jessica, I think actually Travis made the group. I think. Ooh, wow, I got ouch. kicked. <laughs> The one that plays it the most, I get booted. That's cool. <laughs> I think he just made it that day because we only ever talked to the one like one day. He probably had to create a group because you never respond to our That's messages. True. The thing. There is a good chance of that. <laughs> he probably texted me. Actually, maybe separately. Jessica made the group. That would make sense too. Probably. You gonna have beef now? Be like, you're not my dad. <laughs> yep, you're kicked out of my dadhood, fatherhood. <laughs> no, dad. We don't call him father. I do. I call him daddy. I call him poppy. I call him pa. Papa. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, well, it was Jacob's beer pick. It sure was. And you know, Jacob has to connect to the movie every beer he gets. And boy, did I. Boy, did he. I didn't pull up the untapped yet, though. (laughs) I've never even heard of this I haven't heard of them either. Out of... Oh, it's the from your friends at the brewery. Yeah. California. It's offshoot. No, like the brewery. (laughs) Oh, from your friends at the brewery. So they must yeah, have like a oh. spinoff, right? It's an offshoot. It's an off. It's an <laughs> offshoot. It's like um, Stone has Arrogant Bastard mm-hmm. Brewing Company. Yeah, literally. Sorry, Jacob. Don't mean to steal your thunder. Why don't you introduce? Well, it? he's waiting. He was bringing up the. Yeah, internet, it was so. good. You filled in the. You dead figure air. it out. We vamped. I'm you getting out of here. <laughs> so yes, this was from Offshoot Beer Company. From. Placenta, California. Just kidding. <laughs> Plus, Yum. Placentia. 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 Pokey after birth. Oh, yeah. Actually, I have had a beer from them before. Oh, I had Relax. It's just a hazy IPA. Apparently, that's their thing to have brackets after it. Well, this one is Escape. It's Escape. your everyday West Coast IPA. Why don't they have that on the can then? It does. Where? Right here. Oh, that's God. Lame. That's imp- well. I look. I, I, I'm looking at the front of the can here. It's right there. It's on the side of the can. Uh, it is there yeah. though. And the description reads: Escape into this West Coast IPA any day of the week. Clean, crisp, and clear. This concoction of mosaic. Strata, Simcoe, and Amarillo. Favorite. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Not my favorite one. <laughs> you clearly didn't do any research on this beer. Hops <laughs> submerges the senses with notes of tropical f- passion fruit, grapefruit, zest, and pine. Crack one open, kick up your feet, and escape. And you're not a, f- a fan of West Coast either, right? No, I no, love I West do. Coast. Oh, you love West Coast. That's Actually, I saw it was that, and I'm like, oh, maybe it's going to be like a traditional hoppy one, but now I see it's Amarillo and Simcoe, but. Simcoe, I think I've I might have come around on come around on, because that's Doomclaw. Doomclaw <laughs> is Simcoe. Mm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't been huge on the Nectatron or whatever. I like the Nectatron. It has a the very new one, distinct the taste. Yeah, I, I did. Had it. I had it last night. That was actually. good. It was. I mean, it, the it tastes like those New Zealand hops. Fuck. Yeah. Like they're so you get away from them. Well, they probably bought a bunch of them, so like we got them and everything. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> But they have such a distinct flavor that every beer I've had with those hops tastes like the mm-hmm. same. I know exactly what you think. <laughs> it's like, like mango yeah. or like all I know is super like tropical. The only thing different with that one that's that they made it a double, so it's yeah, it's stronger. good, but it's a, a hazy. Yeah, with that hop in it, so it tastes like that. <laughs> you yeah. can already think what. It tastes Hopefully, like. after the season, they'll get to yeah. some yeah. different flavors. It is summer. good, but yeah. it's just like. They all taste the same. I'm gonna not gonna lie. It's not yeah. new, new. No, it's more like all old. <laughs> but it's good. <clears throat> but anyway, nothing to do with this beer. <laughs> yeah, but I digress. But it's coming in at 7.1 percent ABV and no IBUs. No, <laughs> none listed. At least. Zero bitterness. If you didn't know, you have to keep this beer refrigerated. That's good. good it was. And yeah, that's pretty much all there is, except drinking it. Let's do it. Let's do this. Smells delicious. 
boring. Yeah, why not? It has quite a head. <laughs> Good. It's definitely not old. Um, nope, it is. Well, <laughs> is it? It was packaged one six of 21. So it's like a year. Whoa. <laughs> well, it held like up. Like two years, two years Jacob. 21. One. Oh, it's like two years. <laughs> two years. Jacob's always buying the oldest fucking beer you can find. It worked. <laughs> Surprised this one didn't spray all over. I know. It didn't well, have any carbonation it's definitely, it's definitely uh, maybe had some yeast that was still alive in there. <laughs> How will it taste, though? Not bad. Where'd you I buy this? Super liquor? Yeah. It was you, in the always fridge, buying super too. <laughs> Tell them fucking rotate their beers. They did. They put the old ones in front. Yeah, they did rotate their beers. <laughs> okay, you don't go for the front. <laughs> I will do what I do, Kyle. Thank Somebody you. has to buy them. It's true. Not us, though. Somebody. <laughs> Not us. Clearly, it's us. <laughs> Jacob's making his men, it's his mission. Because no one else has for two years. <laughs> this beer has been sitting in a cooler for two years. Don't be a fucking hero, Jacob. Nobody it's likes a hero. Though. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. It does taste like Amarillo, but not like overpowering. I still have yet to taste mine. Ugh. It's old. <laughs> you don't get that like. The end, this, yeah, yeah the pungent ending. Yeah, yeah, I do, but I don't hate that. <laughs> also, that's why he buys the old ones. He likes, yeah, it. he's like actually, he wants that. Jacob's dusty a sadist, <laughs> and that's he a enjoys flavor profile. The dustier, the better. Yeah, <laughs> this one's a little skunky, <laughs> but not bad. Relax or ex- escape. Don't do it. I want this to escape from my palate, but. <laughs> But well, we don't have to drink the last one. To the show. Make Jacob drink it. Yeah. Switch to something. Jacob we'll leave it. it in there for another two years and yeah. see how it goes. <laughs> we'll do this on our five-year reunion. We'll see how it tastes. Episode. Down. But, Yikes. yeah. It's, it gets the job done. It has yeah. alcohol in it. I mean, I guess everything we're going to say is going to be... Can't imagine Evan not enjoying getting fucked up. It has <laughs> alcohol. It is true. It's not too bad. No, I've had worse. Yeah. <laughs> I've had worse on here. On the yeah. show. I, it just tastes good. like a little flat. Yeah. Skunky, but it's okay. It's not terrible. No. Not terrible. No. It's definitely missing that crispness. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. has something like crisp. It's more malty not Christmas. than crisp. <laughs> All right. Well, that's. <laughs> I'm kidding. Crushability. Crushability. Mm. Asterisk. <laughs> Unknown. Two and a half. Uh, I don't It's going to be hard to that. fairly rate it yeah. on crushability and just yeah, I'm going to give it like a two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll rate it, but I'm going to put the package date on it. I might not rate it. I'm going to rate it. Everyone counts. What did I say? 121? Uh, yeah. One six twenty one. Yep. Wow, Jacob. So we're actually <laughs> over two, two years, years and a month. Two years and a month to the day. Cheers to that. How long is that in dog years? 
Almost old enough to drink. <laughs> no, it's like 14. Yeah, <laughs> it's a teenager. <laughs> in Mexico. Almost. <laughs> or uh, England. Isn't there's like 16 or something? Mm, it's probably know. 18. <laughs> there's places that are 17. I don't, is there places that are 16? There's the plenty of places that are 16. 16? Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. some places are just like whenever you can see over the bar. <laughs> That's like Mexico, I think. That could still be. I don't know. You've been there, Jacob, like 20 yeah. times. I yeah, don't know. You should know. Well, they don't card me. I clearly look older, old enough. No, they can make eye contact with you so they don't card you. The youngest legal <laughs> drinking age in the world is 15, with both Mali and Central African Republic allowing it. Yeah, I would guess Mexico's 18, but. Makes all sense. It They're all makes African sense. countries that you know, are lowest. <laughs> pretty much. When you're younger, sense. you're like. You Cuba? Know, Cuba's 16. But when you're younger, you think, yeah, you know, 18 is a good age. But then when you get older, you're like, I don't want a bunch of 18 year olds at the bar. <laughs> so 21 better. Hell. So tw- I'm like, yeah, 21's fine. I would like it. Be, I would rather be 25. You know, it could be <laughs> 18 in private and bars are still 21. There's actually. I could see the argument for 18, though, because as long as you're out of high school, like, why are we giving like MIPs to kids in college? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is kind of. You dumb. live on your own, like yeah. you're out of the house. There's uh, ten countries that do not have a legal minimum legal drinking age. Actually, Armenia, you can drink, you can buy alcohol, whatever age. <laughs> Same as Bulgaria. Two year olds getting fucked up. <laughs> they just walk in. <laughs> like middle school is fucking tough today. <laughs> Denmark, you can order. It, you can buy it at supermarkets at sixteen. Yeah, See, that's what I was saying. Like, you can buy it, like, at the, like, market, but you just can't go to bars. Until yeah, 20. bars is 18. And See? That makes sense. Norway, you have to be 18, but there's no minimum age limit on consumption of alcohol. Mm-hmm. So people can buy it for you in Norway. You just can't buy it yourself. <laughs> Belgium, 16. Really? Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much if you think they're Greece and Jamaica are also on the list. <clears throat> the more you know the segment the more you know brought to you by Southern Cinema and Offshoot Beer Company mm-hmm. and Founders <laughs> and, found, and 903 Brewers please sponsor us alright well that was Escape anything else on Escape before we move on no, no. I, I don't think I can accurately Should say anything about this. Should we speculate on what it would taste like if it was fresh? Yeah, let's let's close our eyes and imagine this <laughs> two years younger. I think it would be pretty good. I think I think you it'd know? be really good. Yeah. If this is well, what I it tastes like pretty, two years yeah, after. I think I'll be pretty high on it even though it's kind of, you know, like I said, flat. I give it a two. Wow. <laughs> a two? It's, yeah. Give it a three. It's like uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'll probably <laughs> around a three. It's still better than other a lot of other beers. Mm, a two? A two? Yeah. That's like salted caramel porter from Pigeon Hill. It's better than <laughs> that. Or no, it's worse than that. <laughs> okay. It's not great. It's got a 3.79 average. So. Yeah, so like go down a star for, IPAs, for yeah. being old. 2753. Yeah. Okay. I went a down a star a year. Um, <laughs> this is a tough yeah. year. So it'd probably be close to a four fresh. <clears throat> okay. All right. Are you guys ready to get into our featured review? Yeah. Oh, so ready. All right. Let's do it. We're talking Infinity Pool. Infinity Pool is written and directed by Brandon Cronenberg. It stars Alexander Skarsgård, Mia Goth, Cleopatra Coleman, uh, Adam Banks. 
Oh, wait, that's the guy. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> so I should say some of these. Ones. Oh, boy, here we go. Thomas Kretschmann. Kretschmann. Um, that's about it. Plot synopsis reads, James and M. Foster are enjoying an all-inclusive beach vacation in the fictional island of La Tolca when a fatal accident exposes the resort's perverse subculture of hedonistic tourism, reckless violence, and surreal horrors. What did you guys think of Infinity Pool? So I did. I am looking forward to getting to spoilers on this to really dive into it, but I did. I liked it quite a bit. I am kind of confused when I walked out how I felt about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. At first, I'm like, maybe I don't like this, but then I was like, I like how it looked. It felt like one of those movies you walk, those like art films where you walk into like a museum. You know, I've used this metaphor and you have no idea what it's showing, but you like what you're seeing. That's why I felt like this. Like, I really liked what I was looking at, but I had like no idea what was it was trying to do or say. And then I was thinking about it. And then I think I got two things that was really trying to say. But yeah, I thought. I think for one fucking second. Love the vibe. Love the look. I know some scenes that Kyle was like, mm, on. Plenty of them. A lot of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it looked great. Acting was really good. Yeah, I think, I mean, Skarsgård, this was one of his better, but he's still like, you know, him. What does that mean? He's not always the greatest, but I've loved well, him since True Blood days, okay? I was yeah, going to say, when he's is he He's kind of taken a turn, I mean, the Renaissance. more recently, too. Yeah, I agree. Better roles, and I, I think a lot of it comes down to, like, direction, because, well, you know, before he was in roles where it's like, he didn't have, like, the greatest script and director to work with. He's just working with better people now. Yeah. I mean, I've liked him since True Blood, so. Yeah. Oh, but. <laughs> Jacob being a hero again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watched Every season said the last, but yeah, I, that's about it. I really liked it. I'm in a similar boat. I don't, I liked it quite a bit. I don't know if I loved it. Too try hard. I wouldn't say too (laughs) try hard because just kidding. It's okay. But it's, I don't think it's as good as possessor. I think possessor was quite a bit better. better. I think possessor was better in its own right in this kind of got a little too repetitive for me and a little too I got lost too often in this <clears throat> and like obviously I was in a theater by myself zoned in watching the movie and um, <laughs> I just kind of got <clears throat> like I said lost in the mix or lost in translation a couple times and um, now that's not taken away from how great it looked I mean I love Brandon Cronenberg, Cronenberg's use of lighting I love his close close shots of oh yeah extreme close. yeah like dealing like literally an eyeball is the only <laughs> part of the scene that you see and um i love his style i love his direction i just think that this one was a little i guess try hard or more on the pretentious side than possessor was i think possessor works more because it was like in a more of a sci-fi a little bit more sci-fi and we were like in a different kind of, it felt like a different world in Possessor where this felt like it was current day, but then you have some weird sci-fi exchange that go on. And then did I love the idea of, or what was happening, like that concept? I don't think I necessarily loved it that much. I thought it was pretty 
thin. Like, I think it wanted to say something, but when you ultimately figured out, like, what it was trying to say, it's like, that's it. And it sounds like I'm shitting on the movie, but like, but I did really, really enjoy it. It's just trying, like, I'm naturally just going to compare it to what Possessor was for me in, in Cronenberg's, his new kind of, or not necessarily this Cronenberg, this Cronenberg's new um, kind of introduction into the, into the limelight, but. Yeah, I thought uh, performances were really good. Um, I enjoyed the characters, even the not necessarily main characters, the offshoot characters as we <coughs> connect. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, I liked them quite a bit, but yeah, overall, I liked it a lot. Didn't love it. Well, no surprise. I kind of loved Infinity Pool. Um, I think... <clears throat> there's well there we're in, so far we're in we're gonna have three separate views like Jacob says he's not really sure what it was trying to say Josh says that it was tr- oh not I do have a feeling enough, now not saying when enough, I walked out I didn't. <laughs> okay and it was a little too thin I think it was trying to say a lot and did say a lot uh some of it being very surface level and like obvious and then there's I think there's a lot to dig into and this is a movie that will be rewarding to rewatch over and over and you'll pick up more and more things and um whether it's imagery or you know metaphorical things and yeah I think there's a lot like I said going on uh, beneath the surface even though the what's going on at the surface is pretty interesting and some people have said like you know we're sick of this trope of like the takedown of the rich and like just that contrast of rich and poor and I think that's one of the things that's is more surface level in the movie. We can get into themes later and um, spoilers, but yeah, that stuff still worked for me because it is kind of a unique take on it. It's not like the the exact same thing that we've seen from a lot of, especially movies last year. So that stuff still worked for me. Um, love the look of it. We already talked about the cinematography a little bit. Thought that was amazing. The extreme close-ups, just the uh, those opening shots of it, the camera constantly spinning. Yeah. Um, the score. I like the yeah. score at that score. Part yep. Performances were great. Yeah. I think Alexander Skarsgård is pretty good in this. And like Josh was saying, all the surrounding characters, actors that I didn't really recognize. I'm sure they've done stuff before, but I recognize the French dude. Okay. Like Mia Goth's dude. Yeah. I don't know what from or if I, if I actually knew him or not, but too. he looked yeah, super familiar. I didn't know what he was. Yeah, people that I don't know by name, I should right, say, right, but right, they right. still gave great performances. And then obviously the standout is Mia Goth. I I love that she's doing these horror roles, but the, the Academy either needs to start recognizing it or she'll choose something else to she'll do. She'll never get, get noticed for these kind of roles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I thought her performance was amazing, especially towards yeah. the end when she really takes that turn. Um, Pretty great. Yeah, there's some amazing imagery in this some amazing scenes very surreal um scenes that did kind of remind me of possessor um but taken kind of to the next level and yeah there's i feel like a lot to get into this um but i guess yeah we can get into it now general general thoughts wrapped up (laughs) perfect
Um, so yeah, okay, let's talk openly about it. Spoilers for Infinity Pool. There will be lots to spoil here. So if you haven't seen the movie, I think we would all recommend it, especially if you're a fan of horror and Cronenberg, either Cronenberg. Check it out. Okay, so do you want to start, Jacob? What yeah. your initial, what your thoughts were for the themes? Yeah. So I did see obviously the rich and you know the privilege of they're on this island and you know they're abusing the system there basically. Yeah, and how they can get away with anything, crime. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty obvious, right? But I and like that's like the obvious one, but also i think it was like a show on how the rich become so disillusioned over time because it's not yeah on this island it was like avert how they got over the law right they literally died right and then got were able to come back and have doubles die and and they're able to do whatever but you know in real life the rich get away with stuff all the time right that normal people wouldn't get away with yeah and because of that they just become more and more you know, confident and doing crazy shit. You know, they crash their Lamborghinis or, you know, stuff like that. Like, and they get nothing for it. And, and the literal sense too of like their money is saving their life. Mm-hmm. Whereas like poor people would just be dead. And because of <laughs> and they that, do die. they become more confident and do more and more things because mm-hmm. they can get away with that. And I thought that was kind of a cool way to show that because yeah, this was like, more visceral and literal but i mean this is also literally happens they become that way and it because the system allows them to get away with this kind of stuff with just like a slap on the wrist in this case a murder of their double Mm -hmm. and also that shows like their loss of humanity over time it's like every time they get away with something they kind of lose more and more of their old self, you know, with the line he was talking about, which, well, who died, blah, blah, blah. You know? That's another, I mean, it's interesting that you say it. That's like when you're talking about it naturally, that's how you phrased it. But do they lose their old self or are they showing their true self? Yeah. Or are they becoming that's more the and more thing with, how they are? Yeah. They say, we're going to find out what kind of creature you are. And that's kind of, a, I don't really view it as them become like getting twisted and warped i feel like it's a a reveal of their true self and like the whole the mask thing it kind of plays with that like mm-hmm. theme and well i was thinking also though like i saw that but also he was starting to change and question whether that was his true self or not but he remember he married rich he is he really isn't yeah he's an outsider yeah which is why th- the end i think is the end also, I feel like that's a whole nother thing is yeah, love he, <laughs> you know, he's just a normal, he was a normal guy, not rich. They're all rich. And he thinks that he's being brought into the circle. He's never felt accepted, but he's just married in to rich wealthiness, but he's never felt accepted by that society. And now he's feeling accepted for once, but really, you know. He will. You can never be brought up as somebody who's oppressed. You have to bring yourself up. Yeah. So they're bringing him up, but he's not really being brought up. They're just playing with him, right? Yeah. And yeah, so that's like another whole theme that I was getting out of it as well. Is yeah. Well, I don't want to like <laughs> go ahead and comment back on this stuff. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> I think it's 
that's what for me it's pretty cut and dry all the things that you said was pretty obvious for me i kind of hated the the fact that one of the guys said do you really think that this is you that brought back or is it a clone? I hated that he said but it they because they didn't really play with that. Like I, I kind of agree. I was like, Oh, I, I wanted really to, like cause I had that idea in my head. I'm like, is this actually them that comes back? But then he explicitly says, it. I'm like, but you know, that just reminds me of that one film, but then the movie. Okay. So I, I had the same thought, but I don't think the movie is exploring that really. They don't ever really get into that. Then why and say it at it's all? It's not because I feel like it, like if they were trying to explore that as like a theme or like a question, then that would have been pretty cringe to even say it because it's so obvious at that point. But like, I don't really feel like that's the point. I feel like maybe that's why he said it was to divert you from keeping that that thought process. Like you could still think it the whole movie. Like it's still there as a as a like thought in your head. But she even says right after she says you have to let that go, and I feel like. That's almost well, a cue to the audience. Said, says, like, like, does it matter it either way? Yeah. Yeah. They like say, oh, that, yeah, right? I know. And that's, I think that that ideology is better. I, I just think I didn't like it when he said it. And it, for some reason, it was just kind of like a, like a moment that was, he felt like he, like the rest of the movie, he didn't carry your hand as much. But just for that, for that reason or that scene, it, but again, they're they are saying they're bringing it up so that way it's out of your mind for the rest of the movie because if you're thinking that, it might distract you from other things that you should be getting, or at least that's how I viewed it. Yeah, but I don't know because <laughs> there's so many movies that don't do that, and that works super well. But I mean, The Prestige does that though. Literally the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he is he's like I, he's like I never know if I'm if gonna be the one in the, in the box or, in the yeah. box or not. And he does say it's a line of yeah. yeah, but that's <laughs> it's literally that's not the explicitly same thing. saying like, oh, did you think it, do you think it's actually you or not? It's like the kind same of thing. is the yeah, same thing. It's like literally no, the same. It's, it's there's subtleties to it. There's a difference. <laughs> I don't know. I immediately thought the prestige when I heard that. I'm like, oh, that's already been done. That's why it felt weird to me. Okay, like, either way, it's less. It's worse either way then. But literally, the the dialogue that follows that for me Cuts saves it, it off. because it's like it's who like, the fuck cares? Yeah, they're like doesn't matter you are the one who's living now so who cares whether that one's was the original or not because it doesn't matter because it's not you but i get the sentiment because i had the same thought but like for me the line after saved that but anyway well yeah um yeah that's just basically like once i got it like i was saying like once i got it just really didn't move the needle much more like not saying that the needle wasn't pretty far already but it just knowing it and then it's it just kind of like after you know what's like kind of feel what the themes are i guess they're i guess we don't really necessarily know if that's the exact theme or not but once i got that theme i kind of just like settled in and then it was more of just like eye candy after a while like the whole orgy scene awesome yeah amazing but um Still, it was just like fan fangasm. Yeah, like I, I, I can't. I just answer. I feel like there's a lot, like you know, him being the oppressed, trying to be rise up, and like feeling that he's finally being accepted for once is like something. I sure. feel like there's also yeah, the rich and how they treat the system, which is another one. I think, and there's still they treat a lot this of things. System though, well, any system. It was the, they were. Sp- this was in this system though. 
Yeah, but I think that was a metaphor for reality, though. Well, that's another thing is that so they take advantage of this system because they are in a an oppressed country and right. there's a huge cultural angle to the movie as well where yeah. the resort is like being uh cult- culturally appropriating like these like the Indian Bollywood uh the Chinese, the Chinese restaurants yeah. <laughs> and so there's that angle they're like in an oppressed country and taking advantage of their laws and system and then those people put on these masks that they that's another angle to the masks is that the masks are like a tradition in their country so they're <gasps> kind of like Excuse me putting those on and disrespecting right it's culture. like a yeah appropriate while take yeah. yeah and taking advantage of it at the same time so yeah. there's like another layer of cultural appropriation and, here i mean and that's a big thing too like in uh, puerto rico i believe it is beaches are free but mm. then there's a bunch of people moving there because of the low taxes and then trying to say this is you know our beach because it's behind my house they're like no beaches are public in puerto rico yep. but it's like displacing <laughs> And making it more expensive for the actual people who live there that are struggling, you know. Yeah, it's like gentrification of yeah, sorts. Also, yeah, yeah. So yeah, even though that's like, and I think there's there is something more with like the marks and like you can mm-hmm. see they clearly try to show who like who is wearing these marks and stuff throughout the movie, and it takes place during this time. I'm sure there's like you could do research into that tradition and that whatever. I forget what the yeah, the week the of like of ce- yeah. the week of celebration that they have or whatever. There's probably a very specific reason why they said it during that time, and that's just something else that yeah. you could look up on your own, rewatch it, and get more out of it. And that's I mean, too. even the end with him killing himself. There's something there, right? But I don't exactly know what it is. If that's literally, yeah, like I don't know. Like I really don't have like a clear thought. Yeah. My thought on the actual end where they're just all normal now and they actually seem to have accepted him. I think that's trying to say that, yeah, he kind of sacrificed himself to be able to be accepted by them. But then he realized he doesn't know who he is anymore when, you know, he sees the ticket that says his name. He's like, who is that now, though? Like, which also kind of goes back to the am I was that the original or not, too? (laughs) Yeah. And. That's why they're just they can just go back to normal because this is just them, right? He feels but like he's, he can't, yeah. he's an imposter in this world. Even though, yeah, they're like thinking it's all cool now. He's not cool now. He has no idea to how to process what the fuck just happened. Even though they are just accepting of it because he's not really one of them. Mm-hmm. And he had to sacrifice so much just to be accepted by them. And now he doesn't know who he is anymore. Which is what I thought the ending was saying. Yeah, the ending is quite. I I love the ending, but yeah, there's. I I was kind of scratching my head at it afterwards. Besides, just the fact that the only thing I gleaned was like I don't think he can go back to normal life, and that's why he just decided to stay. But because see, I also thought yeah, he want maybe you could take it as like he wanted to stay because he liked that, but because of all the negative things that happened, I took it as like. No, he realizes that, you know, now, like, he doesn't know what he is, what he wants, who he, yeah. like, he just, Honestly, well, practically, too, he can't go back to reality anymore. <laughs> He's He finally gets his, or, like, passport. he hit his passport. Boy, he hit it, yeah. See, that's where, like, when he hit his passport, when he found out that his passport was hidden, it was like he liked it. He liked to, He wanted to be oh, in that yeah, world. Right. And then when he chooses to stay, practically, I was thinking, like, well, he's cut off from his money source and all the other people 
it's, I don't think it's because he likes it. Because if he was to be arrested, like, would he even have the funds? Well, he was to still stay, using her money. Do though. that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, eventually she would cut him off, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just practically, like, I don't think it's that he didn't choose to stay because, like, he wants to keep re- living no, the cycle yeah, of violence yeah, and yeah. stuff. But yeah, he left, didn't he? No, no, he, he was on, in the in the rain. Was, yeah, he was in the terminal, like at the gate, and, and then he missed his flight. He looks yeah. at his ticket. And then it cuts to like him sitting in the rain and it, they say explicitly like it's rainy season coming. Right. Out. So, yeah, he's like chooses to stay in the resort or on the country, the island, whatever. Did you see the ticket too? it was uh, any reason why it was set in 2018? I was wondering that, too, but like I, I don't know if I that's like, something I, I missed or if there's a reason for it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, was this supposed to be like <laughs> a revelation like this happened in the past or it just took place during that time? I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> it never says explicitly like when it's taking right. place. Right. You would just And we know it's, it's like six years later from what? I don't know. Yeah. Since his last book. But I didn't say when his book was released. So. Yeah. I didn't know if... Uh, there was a reason for that that anybody else knew or if it was just like a here's they happened to print my idea my thought or i guess my question i mean why him like why how did they know and why did they target him because he's not one of them yeah but that's like they could do that every year or they to do. anybody they, yeah they might they do they do do that every year. Remember, they said like, yeah, but yeah, we chose you. We were going to find some way to get you in trouble. But it turns out you just ran over and killed a guy. So we didn't have to. Mm. Yeah, but that does, I don't think that's implied that they do it all, every year. Yeah, because at the end, he's like, well, same time next year or whatever. Yeah, that they go there every year doesn't mean that they target one person. Well, every year. I think it I kind of think that he's right because I think their group started somehow and has been growing. Like there's that many people because they are bringing well, people into their Well, they've all experienced the same thing though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is it's probably started with whoever and then they were drawing people into that and then they, they're like, okay, same time next year. So next year it'll be those people plus him, him and then they'll do yeah, it to somebody else. Yeah, because he was finally accepted. Even though he seems to break yeah. the cycle. Like I don't, obviously. Yeah, but why, how'd they find him? Well, she's, she said that, right? She's like, I didn't know. Like, I yeah, just she, saw you. She didn't know his book. But it was hard to look you up, but then I found you. And then. Yeah, but why? <laughs> why not? Because he was just somebody. I don't know. But I don't he was nobody. Exactly. So so why him? Like, I guess there's not a really good explanation as to why. Probably. Maybe he's just good looking and they just wanted him. Well, I, I don't know. Again, the like the research that she does on him, I don't know how much she does or whatever. It's never really explicit. Yeah, like said, you could go to a resort and there's hundreds of people. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to, I know this guy because she researched him before. I think got the point there, is right? that he is like the most average person possible to find because like he's probably he most tried of to people do something. there are rich and he's not. He tried to be successful. Yeah, but he they failed don't know at that. that. So they're, they know that he is like seeking, they know that he's like there to find out something like for inspiration or to find out something. But they about didn't himself. know that prior to him saying that. Well, again, I don't know how much research they did. I mean, his book but, failed. I like, know, but if it was hard to find him, why do it? Like, there could be a hundred. Honestly, I think, I there mean, could look, be hundreds look at of people him, there, there. They clearly wanted him, right? So I think they literally might have just chose someone they thought was good looking. I mean, there might not be an answer to it, but it's yeah. still well, like. Well, the answer would be like, if it was somebody else, then the narrative would just focus and it would be that person as a central somebody character. Else. That's right. what I'm saying. Like they Doesn't just really chose matter. random and we're watching the random person that yeah. was chosen. I think so that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
I think it kind of defeats it by saying it's like when you win. It the, hard it's to like research saying you. like when you win the lottery, it's like why why that person? Like I don't know. I just I know. I don't know. <laughs> like how would they even know who he was in at all? They didn't. She had to look him up. Yeah, but how do you? I can go to a concert and how see two hundred people and, and say up, I want. I guess, I'm yeah. gonna look him up. And how am I gonna find that person if you don't yeah, know a name? You don't know easy. anything. They've been doing it. I guess that's the idea. Is they've been doing it for however long. Like I don't know. We don't. That we stuff don't doesn't even know matter if she's. I, if they revealed it to us, it could yeah. be like sure. It could be a plot hole, or it could be. I don't something so, that's uh, uninteresting to even hear. And then yeah. it's like, okay, why is this exposition in the movie? Because it's not really interesting. I think what she yeah, said was all you need to get out of it. Like she just picks someone who's a fa- nobody, and then she found out he's a failure. But you can't find out. A nobody. Maybe she nobody. looked up a lot of people though, and like he just was a failure, and she's like, "Oh, this will be fun." Mm. Go sure. to the front desk and say, "Oh, oh, you know." You can't be lie, like, come who up lives with some lie. So no, you just come up with some lie, and I don't they don't give personal information at a desk. That's what I'm saying. Is so <laughs> if that if they had that scene, then it would be a plot hole. Like, and then if they do it some other way, then it's like, okay, why is this exposition in the movie? Or maybe they do something interesting, sure. but I don't know. I just don't think it's yeah. just. Yeah, I think he was just what they chose. That's sure. what I just took it as. Yeah, <laughs> say fuck it into every movie. <laughs> no, I just don't think that's important, though. Right? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, it's pretty crucial, but I mean, they were just making fun of him. Or maybe I can't even remember right now, and honestly, I'll yeah. be able to come up with. Sure, that. I don't know. Yeah, there was honestly. I definitely think this so has huge rewatch potential. Like yeah, massive. I, okay, there so is so much going good. on. So much going yeah. on. Speaking of rewatches, this apparently is going to have an NC-17 or an unrated version released with it. I love that Possessor just said, fuck it. Because this was supposed to be NC-17. And they appealed. And they must, I'm assuming with the appeal, they probably... they wanted to get it able to go to I know, but with the appeal, they (laughs) could have been like, okay, we took these scenes out, so you can't... I think Possessor was kind of a hit for how small it was and they wanted to make this a wider release with right. Mia Goth and Alexander Skarsgård st- starring in it. So they probably made that cut to make more money, but I agree. I, I wish I wish they had a version available like you could screen the rated R at like so many times during the day and then like a yeah, nine after or past nine o'clock, nine o'clock you show yeah. the NC-17. Yeah, I want to see cool. that version. <laughs> I'm going oh, to watch and when that it version. Comes out, it's going to yeah. be 4K and we're, bo- yeah. we're getting that shit. Oh yeah. I'm very interested in a rewatch, but like yeah. I said, it was just like it honestly, sounds like I'm hitting on it because like my score is gonna be much higher than probably yeah. it comes off. But I'm just well, saying you're comparing like, it to a movie that you love, Possessor. Right. But like, so it's yeah, you're Possessor, trying to hold it's unfair. It's an unfair comparison, but it's just a natural. I just comparison. feel like yeah. Possessor. I pulled a lot less out of myself versus this one. Like, yeah, you hated Possessor. Like, no, I did. I gave it a four. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hate that. You shit on that. Movie. I gave it a four. <laughs> But I'm just saying like this one was like just that one felt like strange and ethereal, weird. And I loved it for that. But like I didn't feel like it was saying as much as this one where I feel like it's like there's so many things it's saying that was just hard for me to even even the things I got out of it. I feel is like not it's like not even. Here's my question for you, though, (laughs) is does every fucking single movie have to have more to get from it? I no. refuse your question. No. Because like, you're comparing the two and you're saying that this one's better because it has more well, questions I to it. Well, I like that, though. 
I like movies that when I, it makes me want to go back because I feel like I missed something just trying to like, I mean, it took me even like walking out to even think I'm like, okay, like what the fuck? This the only thing I can think of is the orgy scene. (laughs) I'm like, it was definitely saying things, but my God, was it saying a lot of things? And I feel like I missed so many of it, but like, it took me even like, that night to like really think about it like the drive home and i'm like okay what and i was like piecing together together to get i was beating together what i even had (laughs) what i had even seen this is like closer to eight percent yeah jacob i think it's been uh this shows how bad this beer actually is jacob has not done yet yeah i'm further ahead than jacob i said the crushability was low jacob's also been talking the most yeah i haven't (laughs) shut up yet so but that's what excites me about it is that I feel like there is so much going on and it feels like this came from somebody who like just it did. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're going to say, it did. It did come. There was come. Um, there you were talking about those close ups. We had close up of come on the rocks. Yep. <clears throat> Another great point. Um, almost hit the quadruple crown, which was uh, which what I learned about from Brad on Cinema Speak. Which is uh, piss, shit, cum, and blood, I think. No shit. I said piss, shit. Blood. I know, but no shit. Oh, no shit. There I know. No shit. But no shit. does the other bodily fluids that this movie have make up for the shit? I think so. Yeah, it what was breast that? milk. Yeah, what yeah. Was, was that breast milk or yeah. it's like gooey? <laughs> well, she like, he like that pulled her nipple scene, right uh, off. Oh, it like split open. I was yeah, like, oh that my was God, gross. I, that was really hard to watch. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, that's, that's like some imagery that I, I've never seen that in a movie. Like yeah. literally split from the areola like. Oh, yeah, God. that was gross. <laughs> it made me like yeah, shift wait. in my seat. Yeah. Well, I, didn't, I was I was like <laughs> fap into it. Josh was alone. So you were like, oh. No, they oh, ended up like did. three more people walked out. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I was completely. By I'm looking around. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, like hell yeah. Well, pants went, coming off. <laughs> I went to a. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific. <laughs> I went to a twelve ten showing on a Wednesday. So well, mine and mine was a Friday. And there was still only like four people in the theater. Yeah. I had like it's six other people. And I had these two young girls behind me. I was like, oh my God, they're going to hate this movie. They and love at the it. And they're like, oh, I loved that. And she's like, and then I was just heard, overheard the conversation. She's like, oh yeah, like movies like this, Midsummer, Hereditary, this. I'm nice. Like, oh, that's my shit. I'm you should like, have been okay, like, hey. same time next week yeah. <laughs> yeah. or whatever fucking movie. It's, what I need. it's definitely a challenging movie. Yeah, Alyssa <laughs> hated it. She did hate it. She said it was boring, though. I was like, how what? are you bored? I was like, everything. And, okay, well, we haven't really touched on the repetitive things. Probably the last note that we have. Like, uh, when you're talking about, like, repetitive, I get what you're saying. But I feel like I each, wouldn't say overly repetitive. I'd no. be like, each each one is kind of like a vignette that's, sure. like, saying, changed getting something time, different. Though. Yeah. I mean, he was completely reactive differently. First, it was, oh, this is new. Second, it was like. I like this. Third, it was like, okay, not, I don't, no, I, think I hate he liked this. it from the first moment. That's what I'm saying. The first was exciting, like an excitement about it. The second, it was like he was, you said the second was exciting. No, the second was when he, like, oh, he already, like the excitement was gone. It's not new, like, like breathing in. He's like, Ugh. you know, like he was into it now. Now, oh, he's you're a talking part about the drugs? It. Yeah. No, oh, I just mean, I was in talking general. about him getting killed. No, I mean everything. Like, yeah, first time it was like, oh, I'm curious. The second time it was like, I like this. Well, the this. first time was no, him was and with M. And then, yeah, they show that very yeah, like subtle smile. Exactly. And then she's like, how the fuck did you do that? 
Like, how did you watch that? Which but was I don't mean interesting just the right killing. There. I mean, like, the whole process. That was him curious. Mm. He's like, oh, I th- maybe I like this. And then the next one was like, I like this. And then once it got to the point where, you know, he's beating up himself, he's like, okay, I don't like this. Yeah. And yeah. then it was turned. So, like, I feel like it wasn't repetitive. It was just a progression. I think it was just repeti- repetitive in its approach, I guess, but not repetitive in the result. Yeah, I also didn't I thought the I get what it was doing. It was kind of highlighting like the rich doing what the rich do, you know, like showcasing that. But the whole scene at the mayor or the governor, whatever that person's house was. Mm -hmm. Didn't like that scene. I thought that scene was kind of dumb. It was um, quite chaotic, I guess, but I did. It made sense to me. It was just like the rich. You like it. I think it was just showing what because it still shows the difference in like the perception of people from like you know U.S. or Europe, like and how they think of these what quote unquote third world countries, right? Right, like that to the like like in that position, he's He's like the highest highest person in power, and they treat him like dirt. Yeah, they take it. They take yeah. That's what I'm saying. I get what it was saying, but I still was kind of. Meh. He's me. Yeah. Um it, okay, well, and one more thing. <laughs> the uh not not that I'm saying this movie is um approachable by two general audiences, but more approachable than Possessor because 100%. I think they added in quite a bit of comedy, like dark comedy, yeah. but comedy. Like when they're um sit when they're being held and like you know, whole, like they're being held in the prison. They're like making a joke out of yeah, it. Yeah. And like, it's a funny scene. They're like, okay, yeah, he's going to be yeah. fucking. Like, well, don't kill me. They're like, we're going to make an example out of you this time. And they're like, yeah, like oh, example. Oh, example. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And there was like uh, quite a bit of parts that I actually chuckled. I at. did too. Yeah. So, but then those people were, then they end up doing the infinity pool anyway for them. Yeah. But I think they know the outcome. Like they knew that this is what's going to happen. And. They, I, they, I love that. They're one. not afraid of it because yeah. of the money. It shows like they're not afraid of anything because they right. that is money. the law that they're allowed to just pay it off. Right. Yeah. Which is a part reflection of the of, tourism you know, act. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a reflection of like real life. You even take companies like uh, Purdue that made Oxycontin, right? And I was like, Purdue, the chicken factory? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like Purdue University? <laughs> it, I don't know. I don't know. I, whatever. Like the creator, they knew the harm opiates would do they knew it was addictive but they lied straight up about it that's not addictive and made billions like think about how big opiates are and made billions off of this and they got fined you know like a slap they got fined yeah like they got fined they have destroyed god that beer was bad (laughs) they have destroyed (sighs) millions of people's lives like they've destroyed millions of families lives and they got they just had to pay a fine literally no no nobody went to prison for that but like no one will but yet if like we fucking walked around with like you know jail heroin and got caught we'd be in prison believe it or not jail unless you're in uh british columbia <laughs> yeah whatever you you just like that post i do like that i think i don't think not any i don't care what fucking drug it is i don't think anybody should go to prison for a non Violent drug offense. Yeah, and you can listen yeah, to our thoughts mur- on this on the rec- the Darren Aronofsky premium. Yeah, mm-hmm. you murder someone. Yeah, you drink. fucking should go to mm-hmm. prison. 
But you are selling drugs or buying of a dollar? You're selling drugs or buying drugs, you shouldn't go to prison for that. You you get fined, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That's how it should be. Like it's Jim. stupid that people get executed in prison time for they didn't like murder someone. They fucking smoke some drugs. Fucking yeah, yeah, like it's stupid. Well, especially when our prison system doesn't do anything to reform. It's, yeah, it's out <laughs> and then they come so out and then they worse. now they can't get a job and then they commit then they have to commit crimes to fucking make money. Like it's yeah, it's like 65% it's fucking stupid. It's 65% in return. Infinite pool. Yeah, it's yeah, infinity. It all connects. What was in Hits the uh, the little um, title mention where they were like, oh, so-and-so, he designed oh, an infinity yeah. pool. I was like... <sighs> yeah, but it's connects... Uh, yeah. But, but it's, I like mean, a, it's like... It, a, it, it's that, that example is another... You, yeah. Well, that example is another literal uh, uh, metaphor of the rich, like escaping their problems because like that kills i mean workers like poor two workers them, yeah. two of them and look, like look at the literally fucking qatar world cup like like tens of people died tens. Like dozens of people died <laughs> dozens i'm saying it I was know, it was less than a hundred but, but like you said tens of people I've never i think heard. it was it might have been a hundred but like you know dozens of people died mm-hmm. building those stadiums no one yeah. got. They didn't get in trouble for that, and people still watched it. I still watched it. Yeah, I was like, gonna say you were the you're biggest. Part of the yeah, like of it's, but it's <laughs> gross, right? Like the they're dead. They were from other countries, and they were brought in to work on these stadiums, and they died. And like, okay, yeah, it's crazy. Like, why are they different from you know everyone else? And then I also loved the fact that those people treated him well. When well. he was hurt, they took care of him, right? The guy that got shot, Elvin? No, the you guy, he, the family whose father they hit, he hit in the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They took care of him. Yeah. Even though he's he murdered their... Well, and his, but he was dreaming that. Yeah, that was <laughs> also right before the orgy. Yeah. he Cronenberg, Brandon, Cronenberg Jr., definitely has a hard on for identity... Oh yeah, issues and crises. Possessor was definitely yeah. Like obviously, like the split, like literally uh, cracking open their shell. I need to see that. Oh, speaking of which, he did that in this one when he was mm-hmm. like, grab yeah, the yeah, yeah. He like ripped it, like apart. split their head, like. Ugh. It's literally like it's so showing disgusting. This is like <laughs> yeah. your shell and like reveal what's underneath it. Yeah, in the face underneath. Yeah. The face. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It was disgusting in the best way. <clears throat> but Daddy Cronenberg crawled so Brandon Cronenberg could watch <laughs> well, potentially I'd still have to finish out uh, Cronenberg Senior's filmography oh yeah yeah but which if you guys want to hear our thoughts about <laughs> daddy a daddy Cronenberg daddy that's right just came out or will come out for a we'll minute um, donation of one dollar right. I gotta get on that you can listen to our premium okay and it was a really good premium that was great premium it was a really good premium okay any other thoughts on infinity pool can't wait for a rewatch definitely uh, all right, what are you going to say out of five stars? I'm going to give it a four and a half. <laughs> I'm giving it a light four. I'm a 4.5 as well. Yeah, originally <laughs> I was thinking four, but then I gave Possessor four, so I'm like, I liked it more. So <laughs> And I liked it less, <laughs> so I had <laughs> to give it a four and a half. I think, so. I'm, I think I'm about the same as Possessor, yeah. also 4.5. Moving on. All right, you guys ready to get into some nano reviews? 
Yeesh. Who wants to start? I can. I have I, two. I also have two. I want a Disney kick I here. I have none. I'm not sure. <laughs> Go for it. So, first off, I watched the second Stitch movie. Lilo and Stitch, Glitch in the Matrix. Or Stitch something. in the Matrix. System, something. Glitch in the Stitch. Glitch. Okay. I got to look. Why? Stitch has a glitch. Why is the question? <laughs> Um, I don't know. It was on, I opened up Disney plus and that was recommended and it's bad. I, and I talked about the first one, I think on the show before I love the first stitch. That was back in the, uh, so you're hyped for the, uh, you're hyped for the live action. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. Um, infinite bliss smells like, um, Boiled noodles. <laughs> okay. Smells. Okay. Think of like when you make spaghetti and you're pouring it to drain it. Yeah. Pasta water. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on with the spaghetti. Yeah, I know. Today. Oh, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's <was> pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good description of it. <laughs> Infinite Bliss is a farmhouse IPA. First time I've ever had one. Oh, and my God. Fucking delicious. <laughs> That is delicious. Isn't it yeah. good? Travis didn't like this? No, he liked it, but no. it, a three seven five, I was like, Oh, I thought you'd like it more because it's like a you know, a hazy it's really fruity IPA. Good. Farmhouse IPA. Yum. Yeah, I think I found a new style I need to find more of. Yeah. I loved it and I was like, I gotta it has I, that's a why little I funk bought, to it. That's why I bought two of them to bring over here because one was for I mean mm. yeah. I wanted anyway. to share <laughs> Lilo and Stitch two. two Stitch has a glitch. Really bad, especially compared to the first one, which I love. Has a great story, like super nice and succinct. Like it has like a message. It can make you tear up and feel things a little bit with, especially as you get older. My God, the first one. But anyway, this, this one's not that at all. It feels rushed. (laughs) It feels awkward. It it feels the comedy in is pushed weirdly way harder than the the first one is like funny, but it didn't feel like it was pushing that. This one felt like it was trying so hard to be funny and it wasn't nearly as funny because of that. Yeah. And like a lot of the themes in it were pretty similar to the first one, but not as depth, right? Like, the first one was like really about family and like all these, you know, like Fast and Furious oh, type thing. Ohana's family. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I don't know. I just, it didn't have any of that. It felt weird, especially that pacing at the end was horrid. Literally horrible. Oh, I don't think I've seen this. Uh, you shouldn't. Like the pacing <laughs> okay, is well, so I don't bad. watch that shit. Okay? I don't watch that shit. It just like, yeah, it. It just doesn't have any of the magic of the first one. It doesn't have any of that. It the feelings are so forced. The comedy is so forced. Just everything feels so much worse. There's a premium for you, Disney directed video sequels. <laughs> Was we this just, one? Did this one I get a theatrical release? No, I don't think I don't any think of so. the sequels do. Yeah, Never. probably not. <laughs> well, the new one, the live action one, have a theatrical. Is that Disney well, Plus? No. Oh, yeah. I probably don't know. both. What? Who knows? Well. I'm guessing that one because of the popularity it, would get a theatrical. Is it just gonna be a remake of the first one? I yeah, don't know anything I, I about think it. I think so. Okay, the first one that's like okay, Pinocchio that's and Lady and the Tramp. Like those went straight to Disney Plus. I think Lilo and Stitch would go to theaters. I'm not excited about that, but <coughs> yeah, love it's the coming. first one. Hate this one. 
the end. Gave it a two. That's higher than I thought it'd be. I mean, the animation's still good. <laughs> okay. I love Stitch. Um, I watched Beautiful Boy. Yes. Finally. I don't know what made me think to watch this. Is it still on Prime? It is. It's a Prime original. Oh, okay. That's why. Okay. Yeah. That's so I thought, always I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's an incredible um, kind of... It gave me like crazy anxiety, mm-hmm. especially having a son soon. Like I was like, holy shit, like what, you know, like what happens if this happens, you know? And it's thing. funny to watch because there's after son and then there's this. It's like, yeah, like live your life and like just like talk to me about it, though. And then it's like, oh, shit, what if this happens? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I think they do a really line. I don't know this direct <clears throat> Felix fine, whatever. Von Gronigan. Yeah. I don't know his... Um, I haven't seen anything else he's done, but the way that he writes Steve Carell's character, like him being a very great father, but also being overbearing, <clears throat> but to the slightest degree, it's like... Well, it's partially... that line of like... It's not really him... I don't think this character is coming from his imagination. This is based off of a true yeah. story. So yeah, it could have been how his dad really is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, but the director does this cool kind of like treading the line of like, is his dad being overbearing and mm-hmm. like controlling or is he just being concerned? Like pushing him to it more. Yeah. Or yeah. is he just being a concerned father? That's like, what happened to my son? And it's like a crazy crazy kind of concept of of dealing with that and what you would do in the same scenario and you kind of see your son going in a different direction and then his son not wanting to do it Mm. but just got into it and now he's stuck in like this endless cycle of his son failing even though he doesn't want to it's really um timothy chalamet does an incredible job and I mean, obviously, he's he's our you know he's our Leo. I think of this generation, and I think he's gonna do. He's already done incredible things, but I think he's only gonna do keep yeah. doing his career. He's so young that his career could be massive, like and he's he he can <laughs> the Mount Rushmore of actors. Yeah, I mean, still even doing, if he stopped now, <laughs> he has a pretty. And good he's still doing these blockbuster, <laughs> huge. You know, Dune was a massive movie that, and he now he's the new Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka yep. Then you got Dune 2 coming out this year. And I feel like we're still on like the precipice of his ascent, mm-hmm. really. Um, but anyway, um, Steve Carell, cool to see him in a different light, even though it's kind of hard to sometimes separate, separate him. Um, I think he does a really good job in this, though, as well. Um, and then Holly, uh, what's her fucking name? And, uh, Holly Flax. The oh, and yeah, uh, Amy, um, yeah, Amy something. Oh, I can't think of her name right now. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't either, but uh, she does a really good job as the mom. Ryan. Like, Amy Ryan. Yeah. Yep, Amy Ryan. As like her kind of seeing her, she's very limited role, but you know, she hasn't seen everything that Steve Carell had seen. So, like, when have you ever like, seen the memes of this when it came out? It uh, was like the after like post office like what molly what happens to um 
Michael and Holly's relationship or whatever when they have kids. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I this mean, was like memed. <laughs> yeah, I could I could see it and it was it was funny to see them two work together. Yeah, because they were a couple like they were obviously married <laughs> right. in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> but yeah, other than that, um a little long for me. And it had the kind of the same effect on me that waves did. Like it's extremely effective at what it's doing, but to do it for two hours, it's like, it kind of eventually drains you and you're like, okay, like fuck, (laughs) you can't have a movie this heavy of a subject matter. And I guess you, I can't say you can't have it, but for my personal, I'm liking, I can't have a movie that's this heavy and this, deep and dark for two hours it's like by the end of it you're like oh my god like emotionally drained and it's bedtime (laughs) you know you invested so much into this that it's a little too long but that's kind of my only only flaw um is the overall entertainment value um carissa and i watched this together Mm -hmm. she absolutely loved it too i think this is a very great movie for anyone to watch um and yeah, uh, loved it. What? Um, Good. Finish up and then I have a question. <laughs> oh, uh, I ended up giving it a four. I'm not going to ask what my favorite scene was, but there is a scene that still sticks out to me to this day that I remember. Which one was it's it It's been you? a long time since I've seen it. Do you want to guess? Mm. Was there any dancing scenes in this? No. <laughs> uh, when he is flipping through his notebook... And this movie doesn't have, oh, yeah. it doesn't use an original score. It uses like a compilation of music. Oh yeah. A lot of um, people, I saw a lot of reviews saying like the soundtrack was bad. I was like, I thought yeah. it did a good job of highlighting like the moods. Yeah. But no, when he's flipping through that song that's playing is like so haunting yeah. and like fucked up. Uh, oh, and, he, and his drawings are yeah. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought my, one of the scenes I did one was he was in the um, bathroom stall. Yeah. And he shoots up and then he like lays on the bathroom floor. Mm. Timothy. And like the way he plays a character as like an addict of like, oh, I just need, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just need it. I'm getting my life together. It's just I just need that to get to get going. Like Timothy Chalamet is is that character and plays the addict throughout the entire movie. And yeah, it's just a great movie, Jacob. I, I know you haven't seen it yet. so I have not. It's a great, I think, you know, you and... You and Ming Ju can watch it and really enjoy, really enjoy. I mean, I guess not enjoy it. But <laughs> Have a great time. <laughs> it's not a movie. That <laughs> Feel you're good. Slice of life kind of, guy, kind of film. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's kind of like, uh, you know, Forrest Gump. It's <laughs> the same vein. Um, well, I don't have any nano reviews, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this now, both of you. Speaking of Timothy Chalamet, have you ever seen Hot Summer Nights? Yes. Oh, you have seen it? Yeah. Okay. I think it's. I need to rewatch. I it. think it's severely underrated. I actually. think it's underrated as well. Even though I have like a lower rating than like the audience score, but like I need to rewatch it. And I bring this up also because uh, do you have any interest in seeing Magazine Dreams, which comes out this year? Is it the same director? It's the same director, and it yes. stars. Um, What's her nuts? Jonathan Majors. Oh, as like one of the first black bodybuilders. Yeah. Down. Huge. I like uh, and your I girl, Micah Monroe. Micah Monroe, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen Hot Summer Nights. I liked okay. it. Yeah. I saw the rating. I was like, I need to rewatch. Well, it I didn't. Sure. W- I watched it before Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. I was on Letterboxd, so I didn't get a chance yeah, to rate it. But you didn't rate it. I saw the rating, and I was like, 
I, I would like, I think I liked it quite a bit more than that. Yeah, I think I need to rewatch it as well because I remember liking it a lot. And I think I watched it on a plane, which was probably not the Ooh. worst space to watch it. <laughs> I did not watch it on a plane. Yeah. But, so, um, yeah, I did enjoy it. Well, cool. Jacob, you have another one. one. Go for it. I watched, rewatched Moana, <laughs> Disney Kick, I guess Polynesian, <laughs> Disney Kick. Yeah, what, what the fuck? <laughs> But yeah, Moana, I have only watched once before and it was Viana. I still have never seen Moana. It is <laughs> really good. It's a banger. Yeah. I'm behind on my, di- I, you know, I've never seen Moana. I've never seen Coco. I've never wow. seen. Uh, Coco is. Coco is my favorite I would watch Pixar Moana movie. before Coco so you can get the worst of the two. Well, Coco movie. is okay. Pixar though. I know, but he's well, Pixar Disney. Disney. It's the same yeah. thing now. Yeah. Yeah, Coco was still it was when Disney owned them. Yeah, but I'm just saying there's a few more. It's yeah. Pixar and there's a few more Disney bangers studios. that I'm missing. But yeah, but Moana, amazing. Like I mean, the songs are great. Awesome. Yeah, the songs, <laughs> except maybe the shiny one. I didn't love that much. But shiny one. Yeah, with the crab. Oh, yeah. But like her, but it fit. What's this guy singing me? And then uh, Alicia Cara's version of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I love that song. It kicks in. It's not as good as Stitches. Ah, wiki wiki by Lopilopi. No, (laughs) don't you dare. No, it's not better. Are you kidding me? Are you being serious or are you saying what's catchier? Oh, yeah, catchier. It's because Moana's song is infinitely better. Yeah, maybe because I can't understand Hawaiian. So, (laughs) but bing bong. It's (laughs) It's <laughs> like just a it's a great story, beautiful to look at and funny, very funny. Good great score. And yeah, I mean that it's just not much. I feel like it's very respectful of the culture as well. I don't know at all because I'm not. Maybe it's not, maybe it's horribly not, but I feel like it's pretty respectful and like how they respected the ocean and what that gave and took from them yeah. yeah these uh those two directors they do together rob clements and um john musker i think they've done most of my like favorite i know Disney movies. aladdin right aladdin yeah. hercules yeah little mermaid treasure planet which i think is they've been around severely well. underrated yeah. yeah severely underrated the great mouse detector they did way back oh, that's a banger yeah way back <laughs> that is a banger yeah kyle gave it a five star they've been around for that long yeah since 86 yeah, that's mostly nostalgia, but I do love that movie. Yeah, I mean, I love. They did Aladdin. Princess Frog, <laughs> the Princess and the Frog, which I didn't watch, but I've never seen. It was that. I heard it was really good too. Underrated, also, but but they're huge. Their catalog's yeah, huge. Yeah, so yeah, and this doesn't disappoint. It's great, and I gave it a four. Very cool. Speaking of huge, oh god, here we go. <laughs> gotta watch my probably my most anticipated of this year so far. At least. Yeah, I gotta cross it off the uh, ex machina list. <laughs> the ex machina list is scratched is uh dwindled now and I finally watched it, but I got around to watching Skinema Rink, the horror debut of Kyle Edward Ball. This well, is a very divisive div- Yeah, oh my and god. I, and it is. And I looked at the rating, it's just now, and I'm just like, it's all across. Yeah. <laughs> 
equal. You either love it or hate it, I think. I don't think And that's exactly but it literally has like the almost the same level on every rating. Oh, yeah. yeah like zero the, to five. The, the curve is like literally like pretty even. straight across. Yeah, that's weird. But weird. I think this is a that's movie that it's kind of like love or hate. Like it's like it's like the room. It's like are you gonna do you hate it? So bad it's good. It's but this isn't like in the same vein, but I'm saying like in the same of you know, like so you have a lot yeah, of people that you. hate it. You got a lot of people that love it. Um, this movie <laughs> is very good. Do you guys plan on seeing it? It's I on Shutter, like so it's on Shutter now. I yeah. I mean, I, mean, I want to see it now because of what you rated. It. There's not a huge. <laughs> there's no like spoilers, so I guess I, I can't watch really. it tonight because I'm gonna be home alone for a while. And I think that'd be the best way to watch it. Like it's. It's very like you gotta watch I, it completely dark alone. Yeah, I did watch. I Carissa was in the room, but she oh, wasn't well, watching yeah. it with me. Yeah. But I was focused in and watching it. And um, yeah, you you I see comparisons of Blair Witch. It's not <clears> even <throat> close to Blair Witch. Um, every shot is static, so it is. It's kind of interesting because you have the camera being. You have the camera being the house, you have the camera being the characters, and you have the camera being um you have the camera being like the the entity. And there's some cool themes that I don't want to really dive into of like what this movie actually is. Um you guys can look that up after or you might have dove into it already if you have, but nope. um nope. There's some cool there's a couple of good themes that I'm seeing that people are, you know, it's either this one or the other one that's really kind of highlighting. But um, if I had like, if I actually had what dealt with anxiety, like this movie would absolutely fuck me up. Like there's, you never see the characters. The only part you see is like feet. So oh, like really? there's a lot of low shots. I mean, literally the picture on Letterboxd just feet. So, so the only Quentin Tarantino would love this movie. <laughs> yeah, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> would love it. Um, you do see one f- or two faces, but they're very, very short. Um, everything is like, like they zoom into like these Legos, and you see these like Legos getting kind of removed from the scene, but you don't see who's grabbing them. You never see any hands. So I could see why a lot of people would hate it because it is extremely artsy and you kind of have to like, if you guys are going to watch it, like make sure that you are watching it and bought in, like put your phone away, <clears throat> don't pause it, like just completely dive into it because. I mean, I've heard that the, um, the, the biggest comparison I've heard is like you're alone, like you're adolescent alone yeah like in your room you're in bed trying to go to sleep and like you're like looking at the yeah. corner like the dark corners of your yeah, room yeah think about having that i forget what it's called like something plasha when like you can see like you can start to make you out start making faces and, in the yeah, dark in the dark like yeah. this movie was is set in 1995 mm. so we were three mm. so imagine being super young at that time you can't fall asleep sleep paralysis ideas demon in your corner like that's kind of uh, Matt Matt Cerberos did a mm-hmm. really good um, um, review on Letterbox of like kind of the the feeling that it gives and 
Um, yeah, it's it's more of an experience than a film. Like the rewatchability is. Well, like you said, there's no characters, so yeah, it really, there's nothing. How yeah. much of a story can there be? <laughs> yeah, the rewatchability is very low. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like Blair Witch Project. Like you watch it once, you're like, okay, I'll probably never watch this again unless yeah. it's like. 20 years from now you know yeah. like and that's kind of the same i can see that comparison as much but other than that um that's kind of about the only the only true comparison you can make but um yeah you just see like you're in a house and you just see walls and ceilings and lamps and mm-hmm. there's no the character the true the main character is the house that you're in and it's awesome <laughs> I, I absolutely loved it and um, I hyped it up enough in my head to where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm bought in. I'm forcing myself to be bought in and yeah, I had an absolutely incredible, incredible experience with it um, and yeah, I gave it a five star. Five already. star. First one of the year. Yikes. Early. But it's like I said, it's it's one that you're they're gonna love it and hate. You can't. I don't think this is a movie that you but can. You just like, said that you couldn't rewatch it. So like, let's say hypothetically you rewatched it, it's gonna go down. No. <laughs> but you said you couldn't rewatch it. Yeah, the re- like it's like Blair Witch Project. You can't rewatch it. Like it's not like as. I feel like rewatchability is a small factor in star rating. Small factor. <laughs> okay. But like I said, this is like an experience. It's like going to an art show, and you're like. Yeah, I get, like yeah. you're not gonna re- go to the same art show again to see it. Yeah, like you did, like that thing in you Vegas seen we the saw. Mona Lisa, we're like, you don't need to go back to Mona Lisa. Yeah, you the know what it looks like because that was a weird. It's like, would you ever go back? No, but it was an experience <laughs> no. and it was awesome when you were. Will there. I ever get invited by some random people we just met <laughs> yeah. to a garage and watch like a show? Yeah, but no, it was great because <laughs> it was great it because was of the experience. Yeah, yeah and that's that's what this is. No, it's, you're right. I'll. I'll probably rewatch this again in a few years. You know, it's going to take some time to rewatch it, but um, it's absolutely incredible. And it really, really buys into that or takes advantage of that dark corner <laughs> kind of. It does that. You have to buy into it. <laughs> you, Yeah, you have to buy into it. Yeah. You have to have an imagination to watch this movie. And <clears throat> like my TV in the room has like a little like spot in it where it it looks like the it's it's obviously old so it's got like a little burnout little section of it and that sometimes in the corners looked like a like it was making a face and you're like (laughs) i'm like is there something there or not and you never know you don't do i have to watch this on your tv to get the same experience as you give it five stars no (laughs) but i was like it's not like i couldn't imagine giving this movie like a three like that it's like yeah what the fuck, you know, like take a stance. Shit or get off the pot. Yeah, take a stance. <laughs> Either you're, you're going to give it a a half to a one and a half or you're going to give it a four to a five. And that's your right. range. I don't, giving it two and a half or three is like, it's like, get the fuck off the fence and yeah, say something. Yeah, make a stance. And this is a stance movie and made I made it. mine. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else from you guys? Nope. That was it. Okay. Any uh, news or anything else we need to cover? I didn't see any. Oh, I did see. Um, we did bring up. Um, was that mine? Yeah. 
What's the mine? What's the mine? <laughs> uh, Zach Kreger's weapon we just talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Peele was bidding on this and got outbid, and he fired his manager because of it. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. He wanted that bad. So that you mean his? I, you mean Jordan Peele's production company? Jordan Peele. Monkey yeah, Paw? like I don't know. Wouldn't, if Peele wouldn't have like Peele wouldn't have bid on it to. Oh, he wanted to direct it. He wanted to direct it. Like they bid to direct it. Like he wanted it to be his oh, movie. Okay. And Zach Kreger, like directed team. by Jordan Peele, written by Zach Kreger's. No, I think it was like written by. Like obviously, it's a script, so yeah, he would have bought it, but um, it would have been. I don't think it's Zach Kreger wrote it either. I think it's like a, an idea, or like a script, and he got outbid by Zach Kreger. Oh, I thought it was written by Craigers, and he. I just saw this in sold the news, it and I saw it, it was huge. It okay, was, yeah, just do it again. Yeah, I saw. It. I did that. I <laughs> found out what it was at that time, but yeah, it was. Um, Jordan Peele wanted direct to direct it, and he got outbid by by Zach Craigers' team. Jordan Peele was bidding against New Line Cinema for Barbarian's next film. Barbarian director's next film, Weapons. Yeah, his film. So Chris is correct. So he was writing. Yeah, sure. Okay. So New Line bought it. Peel was also bidding. So uh, to me, it sounds like because Peel has his own production company, right? Monkey Paw, Monkey Paw. Yeah. So to me, it seems like that if he if that if they bought it, sure. Yeah. So New Line and maybe he's trying to expand his production company into like introducing. Yep. So it says into it or whatever. Weapons, Bidding War, New Line Cinema, Outbid, Monkey Paw for the release. Okay, that makes sense. So, clearly it might be... That just kind of, I think, kind of solidifies... You're saying like, yeah, the point of the story is if Peel is that interested in it, it's got to be pretty good. But the budget is only still $38 Yeah. So, like we said, not massive budget, but... No, that's what kind of what you want though. That's like a sweet spot for horror. Thirty-eight, yeah. I mean, yeah, not too expensive, but not not too cheap. Well, I mean, eh, you still have to be creative. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the witch was like under <laughs> a mill. Mm-hmm. My okay. house wasn't too expensive either. Um. So next week, I think we're still planning on doing Knock at the Cabin, although there is Magic Mike's Last Dance also coming out, which oh fuck, I am interested in. I haven't seen, I haven't any seen any either of them. Of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so you really need to watch the first one. It's really good. That's why I keep hearing, but I've never watched it. (laughs) First one's really good. I've never seen the second one. I've heard the second one is also good, but it's not directed by Soderbergh. But Soderbergh's coming back for this one. So because of the fact that you guys haven't seen either, let's just stick with uh, Knock at the Cabin. I think that'll be more interesting to discuss anyway than Magic Mike. Yeah, not terribly excited for that. What? Knock at the Cabin or Magic Mike? Oh, Magic Mike. Well, either one, but Magic Mike too. <laughs> but especially Magic Mike. Well, I'm serious. If uh, if the first one is streaming, you should catch up I'm with sure it. I'm sure it has to be streaming, right? Yeah, I would assume. Or very cheap to rent. So, okay, cool. That sounds like it's uh, Knock at the Cabin for next week. All right, anything else for you guys? Nope. Shut her down. All right, if you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at Sudden Cinema Podcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I am on both those. That's JSAL five one seven. That's JSAL five one seven. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. Goodbye. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. There's no place to be. Yeah, I'm just
Oh, Jacob doesn't want to hear <laughs> talk about shit on the podcast. Shit. Jacob, he only talks about his shit. Yeah. Only if it's human fecal matter.